yeah, I, I was saying that that we we decided to sell on our blue sofa and match okay. the whole blue sofa vibe. You know what I'm okay. saying? Keep it on brand. That's on brand. Okay, yeah, so we, they, brand. Went, they went and bought they went and bought a, a sofa, y'all. They went and bought. Right. A- no, we rented it. We're gonna take it back after. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I cannot. All right, here we go, season two, and this time we brought some friends. But first, you know what to do. Well, welcome to episode technically 15 of Blue Sofa. (laughs) (laughs) I am your host, Amanda Adadapo. And I'm your co-host, Eddie Adadapo. We are the podcast where we defend marriage and healthy relationships one story at a time. There we go. Awesome. And guys, we have a fantastic treat for you guys. So we are bringing in this awesome couple today. I cannot really, it doesn't really encompass their their awesomeness with the bio I'm going to read. So I'm just going to let them do their thing in a second. But let me let you know who they are real quick. So actually, A.B., go ahead and read that bio for us. Sure. Monty and Lila are an interracial couple out of New York. The two discovered their connection after meeting in a leisure travel network marketing company that ignited both their journeys as entrepreneurs. Today, Lila is a PR specialist of a family-owned company, Very cool. as well as a grown YouTube personality and host. Monty is an expert social media strategist, coach, and content creator. Monty and Lila are also food and lifestyle content creators and influencers who have grown a following of over 10K on Instagram, showing up their passion for food and fun. Their loving relationship is shaped by laughter, intellectual chemistry, and the thirst for quality time and new experiences. Welcome to the sofa, Monty and Lila. Yeah, and the crowd goes wild. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having us on. We appreciate y'all so much. Oh my gosh, guys! Thank you so much for actually joining us in this fabulous conversation. So honestly, we have a few com- we actually have a few questions before we have our phones out, guys. Because you know, prepare to fail is success, and what's the set? What's the saying? Planning to prepare is setting up to fail. Plan to succeed and success is fail. Something like that. You know what I'm trying to say? Oh, well. You got a plan? You plan to fail? There you go. Huh? huh. Is that the one? <laughs> That's why we're interviewing. That's why we're here. Because we always say you're That was the one. Okay, so guys, I want to start with just the simple stuff. How did you guys meet? Oh, you wanna you wanna okay. So <laughs> we uh, all right, so we initially met in um a leisure travel network marketing type of company. And um, I had been in the company I wanna say for about a year. Yeah. A year before she had joined. And um, it, I think that the first time that we really like had like connection was at an event. It was like a Halloween party or something like that where we first started talking and we were flirting. Well, I was flirting. She was just letting me flirt. Like him. <laughs> you like him? I was fitting game. Did not like me. Just like him. Just didn't like me. <laughs> Let's set the record straight here. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. And so okay, so we, we 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 he walked up to you, Lila. You weren't feeling him. Okay, come on, keep keep going, keep going. Well, oh, the real story, the 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 first person impression. Oh God! So the first impression, we it was like a little uh, we call it like a travel party. So you invite friends, okay. you do a presentation, trying to get people to join the club and all that type of stuff. And you know I'm very out there and, and excitable and animated. So the first time I saw her, I had on my little skinny jeans, tight shirt, and a fedora hat. Thought that I was fly. 
Not and, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I slid up on her, introduced myself and all that. And I found out later that she thought I was into men. She thought I was into this men. True. Yeah. yeah, she didn't even think I was into females. And I was like, hold no. on. Like, dang. It was that wasn't the fedora that kind it of was wearing a wig. Lila, okay, pause, pause. I, I had a feather in it. I'm trying to explain. I had a feather in it. I should have took the. I don't know what it was, but she, she, yeah, that's what she thought. It was the skinny jeans and the feather fedora for me. It was just not. It was. It wasn't my vibe. If that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. But you know, in, in Monty's defense, the skinny jeans was was in. Like, that, was, that was the thing. That, that, but you know what? I'm skinny. I'm skinny. Issue, right? Yeah. Like he, he skipped a few few leg days. So. <laughs> It was just okay, well, I know. <laughs> legs, leg day ain't my favorite either, man. How long are we gonna stay on this point? <laughs> so, you know, my question is, um, obviously when couples meet for the first time, there's something that you're like, whoa, like that's what I'm attracted to about that person. For you guys, what, what was that? Mm. Um, I like for me, I think it was his drive. Um, mm. You know, after we got past the whole first impressions, um, I kind of got to know him a little bit more and he's pretty charming, if I do say so myself. Um, and he kind of just won me over. So yeah. Oh, gosh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's pretty charming. And he's also very funny. So that's always a, a plus. <laughs> that is always a plus. And Monty, what, what was it for you? Well, for me, um, I, I, I was big on like, just, you know, she was very independent, you know what I mean? And like outspoken and, and out of like our, like core circle of like leaders, I guess you can say. Uh, she was like the youngest, but she was super confident in herself, well-spoken, very intelligent. She was witty, like had a sense of humor and and she's very attractive to me. So I was like, man, like she ticks all the boxes. I would love to kind of, you know, see if I can get to know her a little bit better. You know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually dig deeper into that a little bit because in, in culture, today there's this there's this tempo or this narrative around the woman that is confident independent it makes it very clear that she's independent and confident and you said that that was something that actually attracts you so i get you don't necessarily have to answer a question for the entire gender <laughs> no, I I see. oh god <laughs> but but I guess what is the mis what do you, what do you think is the misalignment for those who may cuz cuz for some women they think oh because I'm so independent because I'm so all these things that's intimidating. Can you dissect yeah. that for me? What how did that work for you? Her she attracted me because she's she's very independent but also gentle. You know what I mean? And and also caring and and soft and and approachable at least in my opinion. So um, I, I think that there's just a, a misconception that goes on where it's like people think that men are not attracted to independent women and that's not the case. I wanted to I wanted to dissect I wanted to dissect because I think I, I'm picking up exactly what Monty is putting down. Um, Lila, can you actually can you speak to that a little bit more? Um, your perspective, like what does he mean by how you were able to you're still able to be independent and strong and have a strong voice, but also at the exact same time, you're able to lean into your softness. Can you give me some perspective into that? Yeah, I know for me, um, and you know, something that, you know, I, I think because I view myself as a feminist, right? But today's society, feminism has turned into a little bit different than what it's supposed to mean. I feel like people think feminism is, no, you can't open the door for me. That's, I'm, I can open the door for myself. And while that's true, yeah. however, sometimes women like when doors are open for them. I do. 
Right, same. I'm the same. <laughs> exactly. Sure. And so, right. And so the feminists of today think that, oh, well, if you like the, the door open for you, then you must be a weak woman. And that's not the case. So I feel like nowadays people are construing or misconstruing what an independent woman means. You're speaking to like, hey, I'm independent, but I also know how to be nice to my partner. Am right. I that right? Am I picking right. that up? You know, that, you know, like, no, I don't like, don't need you to open the door for, right. I'm just using that as an example. Right. To be like that. Right. So I think that's what, you know, we mean by saying, I can be independent, but also gentle. That's it. That's it. That's what, that's what I wanted to hear. I wanted to make sure that we dug all the way into that, you know, like that's, and that's exactly what Monty means. He's like, no, like she's independent, but also when she shows up, make, make sure I'm understanding it right, right? Is that when she shows up, she still knows how to love me. Yeah, right. She knows how to love me, knows how to let me lead, you know, mm -hmm. and doesn't feel the need to, you know, uh, you know, take the lead in public and, and say like, you know, she doesn't feel the need to prove that she's independent when we're in public, right? Mm -hmm. She lets me be the man. She lets me lead in public. But her and I both know between each other that she can hold the fort down too. She can do she can handle her business on her own. She doesn't need me, right? She chooses me, but she doesn't need me. I like that. Hmm. I, I want to still, let me ask, you guys have been together for how long? Seven and a half years. Seven and a half, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. man. That's some, that's my some favorite, my, Yep, we got the ring. That's right, you guys are engaged, okay. Yeah, I was, yeah. <laughs> I was getting ready. It was really me that he was He was ready a, a lot sooner than I was. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, that was the same thing with us. That's our story. Oh, really? Wow, yeah, oh wow, see? see I was I'll lock it down, I'll try to lock it down. You know what I was like, yeah, four, five, I was like, all right. You know, like what you know, I'm like, where oh we okay. where we going with this? Right, right. here. You know, right. We're just in a relationship. We we about to start this business together. I can't say, hey, this is my girlfriend. You know, right. 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 this is my wife. Right, right. One it's syllable. A little different. Sounds a little different. Right. <laughs> I'm telling you, I feel like when I got married, I like depending on especially with older folks, like with, with our clients, we you know, for those that don't know, we're on a real estate. Uh, business, um, you know, when you're talking to older folks and you're, you know, talking about family, you're talking about your spouse, it's just a different level of conversation that you're having because you're helping them with one of the most expensive assets that they have, right? And because you have something to take care of, something to love, you know, you're able to kind of come across a little bit more eye level, right? Like, okay, this person, maybe I can entrust them with my half a million dollar asset or a hundred, you know, or a million dollars. But as a boyfriend and a girlfriend, it just, it feels like maybe you're still figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know what it is? I think it's that, that like when you say, this is my wife or this is my husband, or even, you know, to a certain degree, like fiance, right? Ooh. It's it's an unspoken awareness of the, 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 the ability to be committed to something, mm -hmm. right? So when you're looking at it from a client's point of view, and it's like this, you know, it, it falls into anything that you do with business, like, when you can say, hey, this is my wife, it's like, okay, this person has the capacity to make a commitment. So if they wanna work with me on a long-term, if I wanna work with them on a long-term basis, this is somebody who's qualified to work with because they're they're in the space where they've already made a long-term commitment to a person and it's it's way deeper than buying a house. It's about your your heart, your life, your well-being. Yep. So you become a little bit more credible and trustworthy when you can say, hey, this is my wife, this is my husband, and so on and so forth.
in my opinion. No, I like that. I wanted to add, so in that seven years, have you guys always been in close proximity or have you guys you had long distance relationships? Was there long distance? I, f- I feel like... Oh, man. <laughs> no, actually. So we um, actually moved in with each other 10 months in. Um, 10 months. Wouldn't recommend it. Uh, but but um, I I think we've been through just almost everything a couple can go through Mm -hmm. um, and we still choose each other so um, while it worked for us something like that might not work for a lot of people most people yeah yeah. What was the what was the what what um actually motivated the decision to move in with each other ten months in? It was I mean it happened prematurely like it, it definitely happened prematurely I think it was more so I was living with my mom she was tired of me you know bringing you know girls in the house in general <laughs> and then when I got into a relationship and. She's, she's like, listen, you need to go get your own space. You can't be bringing females up in here, in my house. Yeah. I'm coming home. They don't got all their clothes on. This was not her. This is not her. Oh, no, I know what's going on. I know what's going on. Listen, <laughs> listen we put, this blue sofa going to be dirty with all this laundry. <laughs> <you pull> <laughs> but, but yeah, so it was, like, it was really like a, a, like a maturity moment. My mom was like, yo, I'm kicking you out the nest. You want to have females over here like you've grown, you're going to have to get your own place and do your own thing with your own rules. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I, I started dating Lila and, you know, my mom was at that point where she was like, no, like, y'all need to y- figure it out. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't have this. You know what I'm saying? You got to get your own place. And then, you know, we did it. You know, I I found a place. It, it, it worked out by the grace of God, it, it worked out beautifully because, you know, I, I wasn't really making a lot of income, not enough that was credible enough for me to get an apartment. Um, but the, the the landlord of the apartment place that we got uh, happened to be somebody, he's old school. He was like, listen, we do we could do month to month. You could pay me cash in the envelope. We're good. You know what I mean? Well, and I was like, okay, that's cool. And then the tenants that were there uh, before us who wanted to meet us or they wanted us to meet them, whatever, turns out that I used to play baseball with their son when I was younger. So they had put in a good word with the realtor and with the landlord. They said he comes from a great family. He's a good dude. Like definitely, you know, he's a good good person to occupy the space. So that's how we ended up getting the, getting the apartment. So it worked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, small world. Yeah, that was a wow. So Lada, you mentioned something. You said, you know, if you had to kind of go back, you, would, you wouldn't move in so quickly. Why, why do you say that? Um, I feel like, it takes or it should take a certain level of development um in a relationship uh to go through some of the things that we've been through you know in 10 months in we shouldn't be fighting hey you forgot to put more toilet paper in the bathroom (laughs) you know i feel like it should be more of a getting to know you type of stage rather than hey let's move in and it's almost as if we were playing house but like literally right I, i don't think in our relationship at the time i was younger you know, it was just not the best. I'm grateful. I, I, I don't think, just to clarify, I wouldn't change anything, right? Because I feel like because of that, we are how we are today. That definitely shaped us to be who we are and how we, you know, communicate with each other now. But for other couples, they might not be able to handle the level of intensity um, that, and that's okay. It, it's not meant for them to handle that type of level. If, if I look back, you know, if I could go back, I wouldn't change things. But at the same time, it's like, mm, maybe, you know, it was just, it was, it was a lot at that time. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was just, we bit off more than we could chew, but yeah. obviously I put myself in that situation with decisions that I made. 
and it was time for me to mature. It was time for me to grow up, you know, become a man, understand what it's like to have responsibilities um, and, and be held accountable for decisions. So we moved in and, you know, we struggled financially. I think that was the biggest challenge. And that's that's one thing that, you know, that we agree on. Like we it was premature financially. Yeah, we didn't have our foot on the ground financially you know with the businesses that the the network marketing company that we were in i wasn't really making that much residual income yeah um, yeah i definitely wasn't paying no taxes i was <laughs> I, thought, I thought hey i get three thousand dollars this month I, it's all my three thousand dollars you know you gotta pay the government all right the government gotta get some money this person gotta get some money you know what i'm saying and um you know we struggled for for a little while we struggled and and I mean, we were tested. We, we were yeah. definitely tested because I, I truly believe that money is one of the one of the biggest reasons why a lot of couples don't stay together. And it's one of the yeah. biggest arguments and disagreements within a household. And it breaks people apart. So we went through that at a very early stage. Like our relationship was fragile and um, we were able to make it through, which which was a blessing. So no, I. I love that you bring up the perspective around finances because um, um, there was a financial shift in our relationship uh, three months in as well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Which you can watch on episode um, you can watch on episode three of Blue Sofa. We yeah. won't go into that, but but yeah, there was a there was a, a financial shift within our relationship as well. And what I think your relationship with went through, which you could, which shows the testament of where you are right now. You're seven and a half years in, but it's because you built the stamina early. Yeah. Absolutely, stamina takes time to build, but sometimes you're forced into the fire. It seems like yeah. in some relationships, you're forced into the fire. And I think I love what both of you have said multiple times: is you chose. You chose each other. You keep choosing each other, and you kept going forward in that. I, I really love that. No, I do too. I was going to say, you know, obviously, before we enter a relationship, we're two different people, mm. two different agendas, two, two different visions. Still, no um, <laughs> 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 um, and then when we enter the relationship, you know, we're trying to—it's like a yin and yang, this pull force where we're trying to understand. Okay, what is our you know, singular vision gonna look like, right? In, in the relationship. Can you guys kind of walk us through what that looked like for you at the beginning of the relationship and you know, where you are now seven and a half years today? Yeah, I mean, we um, we are people that we're like, we're, in, we're entrepreneurial minded, right? Like we're, we're entrepreneurs at our heart. And I think that's another thing that really connected us because it's like, like we're not the traditional work a job, you know, get the the benefits and, you know, and just try to work your way up the ladder. We've always been like free spirited people where it's like, we have gifts, we want to explore these gifts, we want to develop these gifts, we want to turn these gifts into, you know, an income stream and build a life around that. And being on that same page, which is huge for relationships, both having the entrepreneurial mindset, it created a space where we could support each other from a completely different perspective because it's like, I understand what you're doing. I understand what it's gonna take. I understand that you're gonna have to do calls after calls. You're gonna have early mornings, late nights. You're gonna have to go through a lot of no's. The money's not gonna come in right away. Right. So, you know, and, and we found, a, it, it brought us to a space where we could understand that, respect each other in, in that regard. 
and and encourage each other with a completely different level of passion and understanding because we know what it what it takes you know so that the singular vision for us came to being go. able to live a life where we can go wherever we want do whatever we want and we live life on our own terms and and we're not limited by money we're not limited by time and we're not limited by the management of somebody else i love that and i i mean i i want to dig deeper is there um was there a, a some sort of aha moment was there a conversation that you can recall where where that theme was established because i don't think that that happens enough in relationships like we just we we do uh, and it's clear it's not you guys because you you've articulated that entrepreneur entrepreneurship doing things on your own time having no limits being free-spirited i've heard these sound bites but in a lot of relationships we just kind of go into default mm, and yeah. let the day take us and let the years take us and let the children take us and so i'm wondering is was there any point in your relationship where you established hey as the unit of lila and monty monty and lila this is our theme this is what we want to do can you bring light to that yeah just kind of piggybacking off that i feel like a lot of the times in relationships and just seeing like whether it's my friend's relationships or previous relationships I've been in, I think communication and listening um, is something that was really, really big for us because a lot of the times, and even in the beginning of our relationship, you know, he was a lot more entrepreneurial at the time than I was. And so a lot of the times he would be making those phone calls and doing things and there were times that I felt left out. However, he learned very quickly to include me in those things by telling me about his day, by telling me, hey, I just made seven sales or hey, I just did this. And then I learned to include him in my wins and my losses. And so because we came together and talked and communicated and listened to each other, now my dreams are his dreams and his dreams are my dreams because we're involved in each other's whatever. If that makes sense. So I think that was really good. Go ahead, girl. You better drop the gym. Go ahead. Monty, do you have something else to add? Yeah, yeah. No, she's she's on it. I think and I guess it'll segue into like another topic of discussion, but yeah. Having that support from her was also what really established in my mind. Like she's the one that I wanna spend my life with. She's the one that I wanna be with because Ooh. the way that she celebrated me, the way that she celebrated my wins especially during times where she may not have been winning the same way or feeling like she was winning the same way, the way that she celebrated me showed me that she's really here for me. You know, she really wants me to win. And this is the type of person that you want to have in yeah. your corner. You know what I mean? Like, and I remember one day specifically, I mean, there's a, a bunch of moments, but one day specifically where I'm like, yo, I'm going to marry the, the thought that came to mind when I first thought to myself, I'm going to marry her. It was, uh, we were we were in our apartment, sitting on our futon. Our futon was our bed. Yeah. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> Legs dangling off at the knee. That's how small the futon funny. was. Well, like, yeah. like peppers. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it was, listen, I don't even want to go back down that memory lane, but right, yeah, I remember checking my email, like, it, you know, in the company, there's different rankings and, and, and accomplishments and stuff like that. And one of those things is like, when you uh, have, it's a hundred K lifetime earner. Uh, a award or achievement where you you've made a hundred thousand uh, dollars in the company in in commission and I, I woke up and I checked my email and I saw that I had reached that achievement and you know I'm like three years into to network marketing three or four years in and I'm like 
I'm like, oh my God, I did it. You know, and like, she's like, what? She jumps up, she was sleeping, she jumps up and she looks and I just gave her the phone and she reads it and she starts crying. Aww. And I'm like, I'm like, whoa, why are you crying? She said, I'm so happy for you. Yeah. I'm like, but why are you crying? She said, I've seen how hard you work for this. Like she literally witnessed me spending hours on the phone late at night, early in the morning. She's like, she's like, I've literally been here to witness you work hard and you accomplish this. And I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of you. And the fact that she cried for something that I accomplished, I was like, I'm going to marry her. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just like that her. chills, yo. Like, yo, the absolute, like the absolute selflessness and joy to have for someone else. Yep. That's, that's like love. Yeah, I definitely, but I think that also goes back to because of how we communicated with each other, because while no, I wasn't doing the same amount of work, but because he allowed me to see that side of him working hard, mm -hmm. not saying, oh, I'll see you later, or oh, I'm busy right now. No, he included me in like allowing me to watch him do that thing. And that inspired me. And so, you know, because of that, when he finally did reach that specific achievement, you know, it was like, I won it as well. It wasn't like, oh, like, oh, this is my award. No, but because, you know, my significant other has been working so hard, I've seen this. And now he's getting rewarded like he deserves. It was it was a, a very emotional moment for me. Oh my God, yes. Oh, all right, guys. Loving the episode so far? We'll wait until we talk about how they deal with fame and social media. Watch part two now.